G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. You know, in, in many countries of the world, particularly countries that embrace or have a different religion, and even communist nations, the action of water baptism is so confronting that it can mean death. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Well, like everything in the Hebrew language, there's great depth and richness in the meaning of the words as well as the letters. And what does the word Hebrew mean? We're going to explore that today and find out why it is significant, not only for the Jewish people, but for Christians who believe in the God of the Bible. Yeah, it's funny you say that there's the, the, uh, the Hebrew people, there's the Hebrew alphabet, but what does the actual word Hebrew itself mean? Mm. Uh, Abraham was called the very first Hebrew. That was in um, Genesis fourteen thirteen. Uh, it's the first time that the word is used in the Bible. And you kind of have to ask the question, well, where did it even come from and mm. what does it mean? The word Hebrew, in the Hebrew language, of course, <laughs> it actually is Ivri. And the root letters that are used, they actually mean crossover or to pass through. Now, if you were in Israel today, you can actually use the word Ivri or Hebrew if you're moving house, uh, if you break the law, if you're going through some difficult times, uh, crossing the road, crossing a river. That kind of, it's, it, oh, okay. Basically, it's kind of meaning traversing or passing or crossing over something. Mm. So essentially... What the word means, like in the Bible particularly, it's primarily referring to those who traversed rivers. And symbolically, I mean, for those of us who are believers and have had anything to do with the Bible, you kind of think we often talk about, you know, um, crossing over. Mm. You know, when people say, you know, I'm going to cross over Jordan into the promised land, you know, yeah. I'm crossing over from from something to something, obviously. Uh, now, there is a little bit of speculation that Abraham earned the name Ivri, or Hebrew, or one that has traversed, and it could be referring to the fact that he came from the other side of the river. Remember, he and his family, they travelled from um, a place close to the river Euphrates, which was mm-hmm. Ur of the Chaldees, yeah. and God said, I want you to go to this other place. that You don't even know where this place is. You don't even know what's there. And he kind of went to Haran first. He crossed to Haran into the land that we now know today as Israel. He also actually had um, an ancestor who, when you read the the lineage, it, it's spelled E-B-E-R. But in the Hebrew language, the the letter Beit can also be Veit. If it's at the beginning, if Beit is at the beginning of a word, it's the letter B. Mm-hmm. If it's at the end of a word, it's the letter V. But if it's in the middle, it could be either. So it's been translated as Eber, but it could be Ever, as in Ivri. So there could be a connection there as well. Uh, in the in the plural, it's Ivrim, or Hebrews is Ivrim. And so crossing over, basically, Hebrew or Hebrews in the plural. That's basically what it means. Now, Joshua, 
Um, he was leading the people and he had a monumental task when he took over the leadership from Moses because Moses was, you know, to all Jews throughout history, Moses was the greatest of their prophets. Mm. And Joshua had a, a massive task ahead of him to rally the people to him. Yeah, that's right. Well, you can understand why God said to him, you know, fear not so many times when he took, <laughs> took the reins over from from Moses. Yeah. But uh, there's a great passage at the very end of uh, the book of Joshua where uh, in Joshua 24, he's effectively, I guess, doing a bit of a history lesson with the people where mm. he's saying, you know, and, and he uses that phrase a fair bit, we crossed over because they've obviously come up out of Egypt. They've crossed, you know, the Red Sea and they've, you know, all this crossing over backwards and forwards. So he's, he's outlined all that to them in this passage, uh, you know, throughout the book, uh, throughout the chapter of uh, Joshua 24. But then at the very end, it's a, a great well-known verse that he has, uh, that he shares with the people, uh, which says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So he lays out the history and how God's yeah. brought them to the place where they are now. And then he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I guess the implication there is, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to follow me or you know, follow this as well? Exactly. Yeah, actually, that is such a I, – I would recommend uh, reading this particular passage, Joshua 24, verses 3 to 15. Too long for us to read here. But, yeah, it does. It goes on to list numerous water crossings. And if you remember that even – there was not just one miraculous crossing at the Red Sea where the waters on each side piled up and, and the people walked through on dry ground. It was also the Jordan River, mm, remember? Yeah. While it was in flood. <laughs> exactly, yeah. while it was in flood. And, of course, the people of Jericho were completely freaked out yeah. at what, what had happened. So there, was, there were numerous crossings, water crossings. And, and so you could understand why people round about, and even in Egypt, they called them the Hebrews, all this crossing over. Mm. And again... You remember when what what Abraham left behind? He left paganism, false religion, the deceit, human sacrifice, child sacrifice, um, you know, deception. He left all of that behind. He crossed over into what God had said was his promised land for him and his descendants after him. And again, that verse, we, we've often heard that verse, that statement made by Joshua, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. And and you can then preempt, like you said, what about you? What are you going to do? Mm. Now, the symbolism is really quite amazing, this crossing over uh, from one side of a river, leaving all of that death and destruction and deception. And then, you know, if you look at the name Hebrew, the very ethnic title of this particular people describes a people who crossed from death into life. Mm. Okay, so then you jump into or the new the new covenant era, um, and we don't have water crossings like that. But if you actually let's jump back in time a little bit. If you look at the um, the Passover, you had the shedding of blood, the people coming out of slavery and crossing through the water, and then if you look at the salvation that we get through Jesus Christ. You have the shed blood of Jesus Christ and then you have this institution of water baptism, which is not a new covenant thing. It's an old covenant thing. But the symbology is Mm. quite remarkable. So you see this blood and water throughout this this entire, Mm. you know, the entire scope. And Joshua, I might add, the name Joshua, if... um, if Jesus' name was basically transliterated into English in his day, he would have been called Joshua because yeah. the name means salvation. Mm-hmm. 
which in itself is amazing yeah. that a book that is called Joshua is the same name as our Messiah and he is salvation. And it's all about this crossing over and taking in yeah. the promised land. But because we, 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 you said right at the very beginning, looking at this name Hebrew and what it actually means, and we're learning it means to cross over from something into something, and we're looking particularly at these water crossings, and that leaving that old death and old life behind and moving into new life and, and absolute truth and the governance and relationship with God Almighty. And then we think, well, what, what about me? What about the Gentiles? What about us believers? We are not Jews. But because we have been grafted into the commonwealth of Israel, we are symbolically, and I say this very carefully because I don't want anybody to say, oh, she's saying you're spiritual Jews. I'm not saying that at all. But there's a symbology there of being spiritually akin to a spiritual Hebrew in a Mm. sense because we've crossed over too because of the salvation of Christ, because of his shed blood. And then the water baptism that we go through, the blood and the water, we have moved from death and falsehood and false religion whatever you know whatever our idols were before whether it was our vehicle our family our money um, substance um, a false religion whatever it was we have left all of that behind we've now traversed we've crossed over we have become Ivrim Hebrews Mm. in that we've crossed over into this new life and truth and relationship with God Almighty through his son through his shed blood and this cleansing that comes through water baptism. You know, in in many countries of the world, particularly countries that embrace or um, officially have uh, a different religion and even communist nations, the action of water baptism is so confronting that it can mean death. Mm. It's very, very powerful. So this crossing over, it's this alignment that says, I now align myself with the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm not mine anymore. I now belong to him. It's quite remarkable. And I guess it uh, once again brings it back to that challenge to each one of us. What will we do? Like Joshua will we say, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. We're going to look uh, in the next program at uh, the life of Abraham. We mentioned him briefly in this program. But we're going to find out more about how he became to be known as the friend of God. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.